The Murthy Law Firm has been clarifying U.S. immigration laws and procedures for foreign nationals since 1994. We are happy to offer this free service. Please listen to copyright information and restrictions at the end of this recording. Welcome, everyone. My name is Ivona Bradfield. I'm an attorney here at Murthy Law Firm. And joining me today is my colleague, Kevin Andrews. In this Q&A session, we will address concerns specifically related to job loss for individuals on H-1B visas and the 60-day grace period. We have pulled some of the questions that were posted on our Murthy forum and are here to answer them. So let's get started. Kevin, I'm on H-1B and I lost my job. Now what? Yeah, so for folks in H-1B status, there is a 60-day grace period as long as the I-94 is, the H-1B approval I-94 is valid for the next 60 days. So if the I-94 expires in 10 or 15 days, then the grace period is limited to the next 10 or 15 days. But as long as that I-94 is valid into the future, it's a full 60-day grace period to file an extension of status or change to a different status. So next question we do get a lot again is, my spouse has H-4 and an EAD. Can they still use it while I'm on my grace period? That's a great question. The answer is yes. While you're on the 60-day grace period in H-1B status, you are considered to be in status, and therefore your spouse is technically in H-4 status and can continue to use the EAD. But if by the end of the 60-day grace period, you have not found an employer to file that change of uh, H-1 transfer, the spouse would have to stop using the EAD. Understood. So um, in today's market, jobs are hard to come by. So what happens if I can't find another job within those 60 days? Yeah, an unfortunately common scenario lately. There's a few different options. If you you have 60 days or until the I-94 expiration date to file an extension of status or a change of status. If you have a spouse in H-1, that you can file a change to H-4. If you don't have a spouse in H-1 or no other backup, you could file a change of status to B-2. And USCIS has confirmed that applying for jobs looking for employment is a permissible use of the B-2 uh, visa status. So B-2 would be a viable option as well. And sometimes it's a question of timing. Sometimes people find a job, but it's kind of after the 60-day grace period. Should I file it late? And that's going to be a judgment call because USCIS still has the discretion to approve a petition for being late even after the 60 days, but it's not going to be a guaranteed thing like it would be if it was filed within the 60 days. And when it comes to that 60 days, is there any options I have to extend the 60-day grace period itself? That's a great question. And I mean, I would say legally, no. But in practice, there does seem to be ways to do this. It seems that in a lot of situations, particularly in IT and big tech, we see when people are laid off, they are receiving pay for several weeks or several months after the layoff. And that pay seems to, quote unquote, extend the grace period because that uh, if, if someone is laid off on January 1st but are paid until March 1st, 
USCIS seems to interpret that as being okay to file within 60 days of the March pay date, not the January 1st termination date. So for now, it does seem that if the employer is paying after the termination date, that could be a basis, an argument to extend the grace period. But beyond that, I think the only way really to extend the time here is, as I said earlier, filing a change of status to continue looking for work. And I would say if you were considering making that argument, definitely consult an immigration attorney when it comes to that. Oh, absolutely. And we do have a lot of experience with doing that and it is definitely a case-by-case analysis and determination for sure. So one last question um, for you. I heard I can apply for an EAD if I have an I-140. Should I do that? Yes, that is definitely an option. This is the compelling circumstances EAD. A lot of people think that this should be the immediate go-to reaction after a loss of an H-1B job. And For many people, this could be a viable option, but there's a couple of things about it to be mindful of. First, it's going to take right now six plus months to process the application, and you can't work until you receive it. It's valid for one year, and I think the most important thing is that it does not give you status. It only gives you work authorization. So what that means is if you wanted to get back into H-1B or apply for a green card, you might have to do those things outside the United States, leave and apply for a visa to come back. So you're not maintaining a non-immigrant status when you use the EAD. On the flip side, it does give you more work flexibility to work for yourself or work for more than one employer. So I've spoken to some people who find the need, find the compelling circumstances EAD compelling because because they uh, need that work flexibility. But when you can still qualify for H-1, it's just trying to find the employer in time, you know, the market obstacle, not the legal obstacle, it probably is best to try and preserve H-1B status in most cases. But like you said, talk to an attorney to see what would be the best fit for your situation. Well said. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you all for joining our Q&A session. Remember, when it comes to immigration, knowledge is power. Stay informed, stay prepared, and until next time, keep those questions coming. This is a free service. The content is the protected, copyrighted property of the Murthy Law Firm. Unauthorized recording or dissemination of these materials without prior permission is prohibited by law. Learn about our firm, how to engage our services, and more at www.murthy.com.